This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Train. Hi. Uh, and you know what we have to talk about? We got to get started with. What's that? The uh, interview that's coming up between. Oh. I don't know if you. I don't know if you know about this yet. Oprah Winfrey and Harry and Meghan. Yes, you know this, this. This is the interview of the year, certainly. Maybe the decade. I don't know. At least in terms of interviews that people are going to be excited about watching why well because drama everybody loves other people's family drama and we're about to get a bunch of family drama uh, or at least that's what oprah would like you to think so first teaser trailer made available for sunday's interview sit down between oprah winfrey and harry and megan in this teaser oprah is talking uh singularly to megan harry is not in the this particular chunk of the interview and she talks about some of that drama. So, can uh, Holly, can we play that? It's about 30 seconds, and I think we'll have some stuff to say on the other side. Shall we listen? How do you feel about the palace hearing you speak your truth today? I don't know how they could expect that after all of this time, we would still just be silent if there is an active role that the firm is playing in perpetuating falsehoods about us. And if that comes with risk of losing things, I mean, I've there's a lot that's been lost already. Dun, dun, dun. So that's... Uh, it sounds like a Michael Bay trailer. <laughs> right? Like, dun, dun, dun. So they drop this teaser. It, this thing is going to be full of drama. You can smell it. They are not coming to play with this particular interview. That said, like, I almost wonder if this teaser is overplaying the drama that we're going to be served on Sunday. What I mean by that is everyone th- is they are playing on everyone's tabloid understanding of this story, right? Absolutely. Meaning, like, the the friction between Harry and Meghan and the palace, because mm-hmm. in the days leading up to this interview, there have been no shortage of stories from tabloids about how the palace is upset, and people have, you know, all that stuff. That is the ticket to admi- uh, for the price of admission to this interview. But when we sit down and listen to the full interview, I wonder how much of this will be... Not as dramatic as perhaps this teaser would lead you to believe. It's almost like everybody's playing their roles, right? Like, so um, here's what it reminds me of. The Bachelor. Yeah. Every season finale is going to be the most dramatic season finale of all time. And the fact is, we've never, I think maybe only once, we've seen the most dramatic 
season finale. Well, by definition, there's only one most, right? Thank you. You're right, Holly. Actually, that's a really good point. <laughs> this but, is the most amazing interview Oprah has ever done. But it really, it's like everybody's playing their part. Everybody's playing their part. Everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing. The palace is doing what the palace is supposed to be doing. Harry and Meghan are doing what Harry and Meghan are supposed to be doing. Oprah's doing what Oprah's supposed to be doing. But when we actually see it unedited without the dramatic music behind it, it's probably, well, I don't know. It's probably going to be a womp womp. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, like womp womp in the sense, yes, in the sense that uh, there'll be fireworks. Um, but I think we're going to learn a lot or at least hear a lot that we um, have been, despite what you think of uh, these two or the royal family, because I keep getting caught up in all this other stuff where I'm like, this royal, I don't, what, why are we, I don't get, like, don't get caught up in all that. Just what we do is watch TV and have opinions about it, right? So from a sit-down interview with people who have a story to tell point of view, I feel like we're going to learn some stuff. It's just that they're going to use the best bits in the lead-up to make you think this is going to be something, you know, earth-shattering, because we've seen that before, right? Like, how many times are we promised something? And it's not that there's not going to be stuff there. It's just going to be, like, of a piece. And and the broader piece, I think, will be very much like, we're very excited about our new life together. Here's what it's like to have kids. And I know this is crazy because we, you know, this is a one of... Because truly, what, regardless of what you think of these two or the royal family or Oprah... Um, they do have a unique experience. They have had a unique journey that none of us can relate to. And so just from a curious or curiosity standpoint, I imagine we'll be somewhat entertained or very entertained, or maybe we'll actually come away going, wow, I feel like I know those two better. Yes, and I think the thing that we all have to be prepared for and keep in mind while we're watching it is it's all been choreographed because... There's no question, in my mind at least, that Oprah and Harry and Meghan didn't have conversations beforehand about how much they were going to be willing to share and how much they weren't going to be willing to share. And so Oprah asked all the right questions, and they said just enough Mm -hmm. to give us a trailer like that. But you're probably right. It's probably going to be a lot of like... We're just so happy in our beautiful mansion with our child and our other <laughs> one on the way. It's a simple life now. It's very quiet. and We like to hold hands and walk through the meadow and do yoga in the large yard and splash around in the pool. I mean, it, and, then the, and then it's boring. Because I do think that there's a real story there. I just think that like their lives in general, the real story is amplified through the prism of celebrity and in this institution that this bizarrely archaic institution, but one that I find myself completely fascinated by. It just amplifies and magnifies all this stuff in a way that makes you think you're really invested in it, like, which is weird. So I try not to think too hard about it because when you do think too hard about it, you're like, I don't understand why I'm excited to watch Oprah sit down with Harry and Meghan on Sunday, but I am. Okay, I have a dumb question that I know you'll have the answer to. Because I was surprised at her calling it the firm. Mm. Do the people on the inside call it the firm? Like, is that, I thought the firm was what, I don't know, what we called it. I think that's what they actually, that's what they call it. And so that's what we call it because that's what they call it. Meaning like we're like in the know because 
they call it the family or the firm. Um, I did, you know, it's interesting that you pointed that out because if you're just joining us, we t- listen to the first tease of Oprah with Megan and Harry. It's a two hour special, by the way, that comes out on Sunday. I guess I know what we'll be doing. Yes. Yes. For two um, hours on Sunday. For two hours. You're going to have to talk about it without me, though. Oh, that's right. Badly. Oh. Um, okay. I can, well, I'll send you some thoughts telepathically. How about oh, that? Oh, that sounds good. That's cool. how I receive your thoughts anyway. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is, what was I It saying? was interesting that I brought up the firm. Yes, that you brought up the firm because I thought, are, do we, are we going to say that out? Like, are we going to refer to the royal family as the firm? Not because that's not what they call themselves or that's the language they use. Cause that may be very natural for her. But just from a audience standpoint, like people might not understand what you mean by that, and they might actually take offense. I don't want to say take offense, Wait. but they might misinterpret what she's saying there. And that's that's kind of what I oh, I was reacting to because I don't. Well, I mean, to be fair, in full disclosure, I am not as fascinated with the royal family yeah. as as many people are. It's not that I don't care; it's just that I don't care. Yeah. So, and nor um, nor do you need to, right? So I <laughs> so like I know like tucked away in a corner in a messy corner of my brain, I know the reference to the firm, and yeah. I know they're not talking about the John Grisham novel. novel <laughs> That'd be a little weird, or the movie that starred Tom Cruise. Yeah. So like, I, so I just thought that was that caught me off guard. It yeah. Definitely, like it was actually the biggest thing I pulled out of that because it almost sounded like there was almost like a tone of like. It was a pejorative, the way she said it. Yeah, and and um, that's why I said when I listened to this teaser, I was like, this is, like, they did not mess around in terms of selling this te- this interview, because, Mm-mm. I mean, she's not pulling any punches in that, um, uh, the way it's framed, it doesn't sound like she's pulling any punches in this particular interview, which makes it seem like not just a sort of, you know... Barbara Walters, I probably will cry at some point, but mostly you're just going to hear stories that like you probably could have come up with on your own type of interview that she's actually going to get to some like nitty gritty drama stuff, which um, I still think she might be overselling it. But I'm here for in the sense that like anytime somebody peels back the curtain, I'm all for it. You have to take it for what it's worth. I mean, Meghan, you know, Markle has a very unique perspective that nobody else in the royal family does, so it's right. one we should listen to. Um, but it's one of many, I'm sure. There are going to be a lot of people watching who are more closely connected to the royal family having different thoughts and opinions, and no doubt the tabloids will be rife with um, you know, their behind-the-scenes hot takes. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, we will for two full hours on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, to With that lots of commercial interview. breaks. You know, there's going to be like, oh, and oh. when we come back. And it's going to be like, it's going to be like um, Super Bowl level commercials because, you know, they think that everybody's eyes are going to be well, on that. They I will probably say, are. This is, this is going to be on CBS, right? Yeah, CBS. I hope they're doing something to tie in the the premiere of Paramount Plus. Oh, I'm sure. What is because what day? I'm sure that that's part of why it's all timed. Paramount Plus is out today. 
Yeah. Ah, okay. So, yes, yeah. this will be one of the first things you can probably watch live. Because right now, I can tell you on CBS All Access, you can actually watch live CBS television. So, very likely, you'll also be able to watch this interview live from Paramount+. Plus. Well, also, it's almost like they enough, planned it. Yeah. <gasps> it, I, well, what? Here's something to keep a lookout for. Future content on Paramount+, Plus because Prince Harry was on James Corden. What network is that? I don't know. CBS? Thank you. You're also, uh, this is airing on. CBS. CBS. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, don't they ha- don't and CBS don't all Harry by the and way. Megan have like a first look deal somewhere? Where is that? Netflix. That's Netflix. Netflix. Content okay, that creation, has nothing to do with yeah. anything. Sorry, I was I took but us off. That doesn't that doesn't no, but this I think this is much more about Oprah. Sure. CBS and Oprah because Oprah is very much connected to CBS and so right. um I think I think this c- connection media connection is more about Oprah than it is about them. I mean, they'll use we, Oprah's connections to get, you know, the, the yeah. audience. If only we could all use Oprah's connections. Mm-hmm. We're open, Oprah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to use Elizabeth Reese's connections to all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The beautiful Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood and I understand she may have a special visitor. I have a special guest with me. His name is Heathcliff. Oh, and you don't mean the adorable orange kitty cat from our childhood. <laughs> no, I mean my five-month-old baby. He Yay. took an epic nap this morning, and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to wake him up. I, maybe he'll be well-behaved during the dirt alert. And if he has any comments, uh, Holly has assured me it's okay that he can share. Okay, good. Yeah, as long as he doesn't <laughs> swear. He, I, I warned him about our um, our rules, and he assured me he would stick Teach with it. Teach him young. I okay, could never good. trust his father to do the same thing, but uh, he, Understood. I can definitely trust. All right, let's talk about uh, Meghan and Harry and William and Kate and the royal drama ahead of this big interview with Oprah. Guys, I mean, this is like, the storylines just keep getting pumped out. Are you having so much fun analyzing why these stories are coming out at different times? Mm-hmm. So Prince William and Kate Middleton are, and I quote, this is what page six reports, surrounded by goodness and don't want to get involved in the soap opera surrounding Harry and Meghan Markle is what close family sources are telling page six. That's the quote from the source. They're surrounded by goodness. That's, aren't we all? (laughs) Actually, no. I guess they are dreading the uncomfortable attention that's about to hit the royal family. Oh. Okay. No, he had some thoughts about that. Oh, yeah. Also surrounded by goodness. (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
Yes. Um, and they don't want to be involved in this public whining fest. Uh, and one royal source saying, though, I'm sure William is desperately sad about all of this. Oh, no. Now he has the hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, Heathcliff, his hiccups not are William. far more exciting to me than the story of <laughs> pending drama in this family. I do. You know, I don't know what's really the truth, but like I would be the person in the family who's like, can we... Can you guys just... Can you guys just zip it? Can we just all... Can't we just get together next Christmas and work this out? The sideshow is so so bizarre. The sideshow is almost more... I don't even know. I don't want to say more interesting, but the sideshow is like its own own interview. It is. You know, like, it's ridiculous. And I, you know, we've said this before, but like, somewhere in between all of these mountains of stories runs the river of truth and nobody really knows what that is you're totally right um the other story from us weekly about it is uh that the uh that william oh hello William and his uh, grandmother, the Queen, are furious about what might be revealed. They feel that by sharing Harry and Meghan's side of the story, the entire royal family will be painted in an unfair way. I don't I don't think that's going to happen. And I will tell you, I also don't think the story about like the Queen is not happy. The Queen, by all accounts, loves Harry. Yeah, loves is, Harry. Like he is, her and really got along with Meghan. Yeah, exactly. And I so I think those stories are probably pushed by people inside the palace who didn't get what they thought they were due when it came time to have Megan join the firm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I think there's a lot of bitterness probably in a lot of people that are doing their best behind the scenes because you just don't get the impression watching the crown. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which that, is where we get our best info. That, that the queen is going to spend a lot of time being concerned with tabloids. I just feel like she's like, I want you guys to be happy. What do we need to do to like not make this, you know, unnecessarily complicated? Yeah. Well, you know what? That's a really good point, Bradley, because it seems to me that everybody's uh, the the most important thing to everybody would be to minimize the drama to try to like make the make this thing like if they were playing their cards right, they would not even be acknowledging it at all, mm-hmm. yeah. hoping that it would just sort of fly super low under the radar and it would be a non-issue. I just can't. I don't. I don't subscribe to a theory that they're quaking in their, you know, royal boots over what <laughs> Meghan Markle is going to say in their I, I well-made just, heritage riding boots. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, there are allegations from a couple of staffers that were printed in the Times that Meghan Markle bullied them while she was in the palace. And then uh, the palace issued a statement saying we are clearly very concerned about allegations following uh, claims made by former staff of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. And our HR team will look into the circumstances outlined in the article. That's fascinating. Also. Love that there is an HR team in the palace. <laughs> well, see, and you begin to understand the sort of weird fence uh, that the queen is. Uh, not, I mean, the queen doesn't sit on fences. Let's be clear. Um, but she you, has people you, to do that. She has horses that <laughs> jump over them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You actually, this queen, you could see her like with her boots and like hopping over a fence. Yeah. I could totally see that. But um, the, you see the weird place everybody is in because, like, the palace has to respond to these dumb tabloid. Rumors because they don't like there's some people who think, um, you know, that people were being treated unfairly and they don't want to be seen as being a place where people are treated unfairly. At the same time, you know, they understand that there are people who are out to make other people look bad. So I just can't imagine that anybody involved 
has a very easy time of trying to to remain i don't know neutral and not somehow spewing drama listen this is just a publicity machine cbs is just loving this because Mm -hmm. this two-hour interview is set to air on uh sunday and they just cannot even stand it by the way uh for his interview harry reached for his old favorite suit it's a j crew ludlow slim fit suit jacket and the suit pants that's what he's wearing. It's one of the brand's best sellers since its introduction in 2008. Maybe Harry and Meghan will be able to bring J. Crew back from the dead. Yeah, I would maybe like that they'll have some sort of endorsement deal with J. Crew. Because mm-hmm. I cannot find my men's tall t shirts. Oh. Which I always get from J. Crew because they're the only tall t shirts that don't Do they crop not up have when them I anymore? wash them. Every time I go online, it's like, these are back ordered until 2022. Oh, gosh. Well, you'd think that maybe they'd make a few more. Thank you. Heathcliff is equally outraged. <laughs> Thank you, Heathcliff. And his hiccups he are continuing. Be. Aren't baby hiccups funny? They're the cutest <laughs> ever, and I'm sorry, but it's been very hard to focus on the subject at hand. Oh. Well, there's a baby hiccuping. Did you hear it? In I the put it right by the microphone. So you it guys was so hear. perfect. Aww, Elizabeth thanks, Reese, guys. that was the best dirt alert Yay! ever. Thank you so much. Special guest and, today. And thank you, Heathcliff. Thanks, Heathcliff. <laughs> when we come back Don't on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some celebrity mysteries to solve. We do that in the form of blind items. We're going to do that after this right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. 1230 every day on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We like to solve celebrity mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Come and get your hot, fresh celebrity gossip mysteries and solve this one, Colleen and Bradley. The massive selling of assets by the permanent A-list rapper and mogul is in preparation for a divorce. (gasps) No! Jay-Z and Beyonce? No. Oh, no. Well, this this rumor has been going on for a while, but go ahead. Okay, yeah, yeah, fill in the blank, and then yes. So the massive selling of assets, including a majority stake and title by Jay-Z, is in preparation for a divorce. You guys, okay, so, oh my gosh, (laughs) I have ESPN. I was in the car yesterday listening to Lemonade. Do you remember when Lemonade came out? Mm-hmm. And it was such a huge deal because Beyonce basically used that visual album to pretty much like tell not, I mean, as much of the story as you're ever going to get about yeah. his cheating. And as I'm listening to it, I'm thinking to myself, I cannot believe they're still married as she's processing it in music. And then I get this blind item today. And I just want you guys to know I have ESPN. Um, I totally, totally want to honor your ESPN. And no, I you're think. Mock me. No, I'm not going to mock you at all. Okay, I think you're on. I, I just don't think you need ESPN, is what I'm going to say. Is that, like, haven't we, you know, are we surprised? Well, and here's the other thing. That was the other thing I was thinking. Yesterday, remember yesterday, we talked about what is the celebrity mystery that you always wish you knew right yeah or that you what that happened you in that elevator yeah it, that was it yeah I, that was the thing that occurred to me yesterday was like what actually happened in the elevator with G- jay-z beyonce mm-hmm. and solange mm. so long thank you i see what you did there 
next. Another one. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. This one might take a little more thinking. Okay. This A-list list mostly television actor knows this brand new superhero show is really his last chance at stardom. He's been given a lot of chances. The fact that the show is awful is not really going to help his chances of success. Producers love hooking up with him, though, so you oh, never know. Okay, hey. Uh, oh. A minus list, mostly TV actor. Superhero show. Do we know about this? Is this a like a? Is this like um? Is this going to be on Disney Plus or something? Uh, no, this is going to be on a streaming service called Netflix. Oh, 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 oh! Is this the Spider Man one or Superman or Spider Man? Uh, no, or Superman? No. <laughs> okay, forget it. I'm out. Um, okay, so let's, so I would imagine this is not your typical superhero experience. Correct, Bradley. So then it's probably like one of them weird ones like WandaVision or... No, Netflix, Netflix. Now, you're not gonna, you're not gonna know the superheroes, but it is based off of a graphic novel series, but they're not like A plus list superheroes so let's focus in on the a minus list mostly tv actor who's clearly hot or loves to hook up so uh he's an attractive gentleman so we wouldn't mind seeing him without his clothes on i don't think so also uh he used to be married to a famous singer and, and we think that he's been given a lot of chances. Like, do we know he's kind of drama-y? Well, it's not that he's drama-y. It's the fact that, you know, he's been trying to be put out there as a superstar a lot of different times. And oh. it just quite hasn't stuck. Oh, God, I know. We know who this is. He has local connections. He is a fan of a local sports team. Oh, Josh, oh, Josh Duhamel. Ugh. So. What what show is he anyway? Read the thing and then we'll talk. <laughs> they, I uh, vaguely recall this, but I but it's not in there. So Josh Dumel knows that this show over on Netflix, this new superhero show called Jupiter's Legacy, is really his last <laughs> chance at stardom. Now that sounds like that sounds terrible, like a winning chance. Well, terrible Josh, name. You remember me from Jupiter's Legacy? <laughs> So Josh Duhamel has been given a lot of chances at stardom, and the fact that Jupiter's legacy is awful is not really going to help Josh's chances at success. Now, producers love hooking up with him, though, so you never know. Okay. I okay, mean, wait, but what is that hooking up with him piece? Is I don't that know. Like, Sex? Do they mean like, could be. Like hookups? Well, yeah, like... what do you think they mean? Like going <laughs> well, to coffee? Know. Going fishing? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. What do they do? They love hooking know. up with him. Like, huh, they just love, you know, bouncing ideas off him. No, they're boinking the man. I mean, look at him. Okay. I mean, although, you. you know what I say about people like that? That are attractive? What? <laughs> what? Do well, tell. Specifically Do about tell. people that look like that. Like, they just look like good. Too perfect. Too perfect. I have. Okay. Okay. He's, hold the phone. What? Hold the phone. Okay. I just want you to remember Zach Efron when you're saying this. No, though. but I. I I would say the same of Zac Efron. Sometimes I, you know, I, I have, this is, look, for a troll like me, this is what I say to myself. This is how mm-hmm. I deal with life. Mm-hmm. Because I'm never going to be with Zac Efron or Josh <laughs> Demel, um, or, you know, somebody like that. I mean, none of us are. I mean, no offense to any of you all. I mean, I hope you I'm, do get I'm to hook offended. up with <laughs> Josh at some point, if you so should. 
<laughs> Do you mean have coffee? Okay, but I always on. go like, well, he's probably really boring in bed. Because I just feel like people like that don't have to work at it. That's true. You know, at least that's the lie I tell myself to feel better at night when I'm, you know. I not. don't think that that's probably the truth, but I want to go along with your lie. You think pretty people know. are good in bed? It's like not all of it's them. It's like but I, naps. I heard, I heard rumors about Zac Efron. That he was really good? Yeah. He's attentive to your needs? I feel like so he would be a somebody that we Somebody that we know knows somebody that biblically knew him. Yeah. And um, said that he was amazing. Like, but in what context? Like, he could go all night. I don't know. I didn't like he would get say details. sweet nothings, or no, like I don't he was think a he says. Jack I don't rabbit. think he says sweet nothings. I think he says nothings, uh, and probably doesn't even quite know who he's with in the moment. Okay, well, that's not going to be a turn on for mm, me. No, I mean, I'm just saying. If you, you don't know. know who I am. If it's okay. like, oh, it's me or a pillow, and you don't know the difference. <laughs> Is that or my pillow? Bear? <laughs> or your pillow. Hashtag too soon. Oh, suddenly I, I was thinking of, um, what's that TV show? <laughs> I don't know. Big Tracy. Mouth? No, the one, the, the actress that was with the guy. Never mind. Go on. <laughs> We need another blind item. You know the story about the actress. And <laughs> you know the guy. that one. Oh my gosh. You know. Kimmy Schmidt. Holly, help us. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. This A list host thought he would be with the show forever, so he really hasn't saved any money. If he's booted from the show, he will be broke and doing infomercials within the year. By the way, I said Kimmy Schmidt. Thank you. <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. Well, no, I just thought maybe somebody <laughs> would have heard me say something didn't else. Didn't hear it correctly. Gotcha. Okay, A-list host thought he would be with a show forever. Forever, a chauffeur. Yeah, hasn't hasn't saved any money. No, so he's going to be doing infomercials. Is there a threat of him being booted from the show? Yes. Is it a late? Oh, night Chris person? Harrison. Oh, duh. Bradley. That's duh. for you. Absolutely. Ugh. So I. Ooh. Chris Harrison thought he'd be the host of The Bachelor forever, so he didn't really save any money. But if Chris Harrison is booted from The Bachelor franchise, he's not going to have any money. And oh, then he'll be doing true. infomercials within a year. He'll be with that dump cake lady. I mean, they're, you know, she's got good recipes, right? Yeah. She puts things like... What, what's with the look on your the, face? Oh, sorry. I was trying to think of who the dump cake lady is. Is she the redhead that also yeah. does the magic bullet? Yeah. She does everything. She does that copper pan. Oh. She does um she does the slap chop. Oh. Uh she does all the things. But she's she is she's most known for her dump, dump books. Yeah, Boy. dump dinners. I I I mean, not that I'm wishing death on anybody, but I'm just imagining oh my what God. her I'm just hold the phone and let me finish. I'm just imagining <laughs> what her Whenever obituary you start- is going to read like <laughs> Whenever you start a f- something with, I don't mean to kill anyone unnecessarily. No, I'm what I'm saying is like I'm imagining her living obituary. You know, like you know, known for her dump cakes. Oh, you know, the person at the New York Times is writing the obit. It's on already Kathy written. Mitchell. It's already been written. But Kathy yeah, Mitchell. Exactly. By the way, um, she's just a fascinating human. So you should spend some time looking at her uh, life story. She's got a whole Reddit thread. Dedicated can you give us? Can you can you give me like a quick little? 
like I mean, what do you need to say about somebody who has, you know, done infomercials for Snackmaster, Micro Crisp, Turbo Cooker, Turbo Cooker Plus, Fry Pro, G Magic? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. La Press, Chef-O-Matic Pro, Sideshow, Skillet, Flat, Fold, Colander, Flip, Witch, Skillet, wow. Flip, Flat. I could go on. Also, Lots of red anybody, copper pans, too. Anybody who can talk at length about a collapsible colander, I just have an amount of respect for. Like, But I don't just, you, like, I love this woman because she shows up to work and goes, look at this thing. Oh, my God. And then she, like, goes all in. And gets super it's excited like about us, like, a collapsible colander. Yeah, I mean, or the better than the red copper better pasta pot, or the quick taco, or the grip and flip, or the stone What's wave, the qu- or the dump diet about cookbook. The, I need to know everything about the uh, she, the taco. What's also, the taco one? Ta- let's the talk about taco? a quick taco. Quick taco. Hog not wash, turbo. There's a hogwash scrubber. What? She also is has like a, a, a bunch of cookbooks. Like scrub, scrub your pig. Dump for diabetics. <laughs> no, that's okay. what it is. Dump cakes, dump dinners, dump soup, dump for diabetics, crock pot <laughs> dumps. Okay, sorry. Ramen nibbles. I'm terrible. Pumpkin dump p- for diabetics sounds like some sort of like poor health fund fundraiser. <laughs> it sounds like a fundraiser. Jerry Lewis okay. hosts the telephone. Good afternoon, <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen. It's hour 26 of Dump for Diabetics. We have a big... <laughs> Here's Kathy Mitchell sitting in front. I can't. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, <laughs> oh, we have to take a trip to Zombie Poblationship Corner because there is a zombie poblationship that is paying dividends for both members. We'll talk about a flormus after this on My Talk 1071. Bye. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And we have to visit Zombie Poblationship Corner. Mm. Um, wh- okay, what was that sound? Oh, Zombies. that was your zombie. Zombie. What it- <laughs> you set us up, Colleen, to make the noise. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Sorry. Anywho, um, do you guys remember a flarmus? Remember when we were afflicted with a flarmus? Yes. A flarmus is uh, John and Catherine. No. Um, nope. Ana de Armas and Ben Affleck. Correct. Well, they're a zombie publationship. Why are they a zombie publationship? Well, because the relationship is dead. 
but their careers are still trying to hold on for dear life. And so oftentimes you'll see celebrity uh, celebrities after they end their publicationships continue to reference those publicationships insofar as it gets them uh, further publicity, thereby currency in the world of celebrity, thereby getting better gigs and jobs and all that stuff. Or it might not just be them talking about their publicationship. It might be the tabloids talking about their publicationship, like in the case of Ana de Armas. Headline, look away, Ben Affleck. Ana de Armas kisses a handsome man as she models a sheer dress for first Estee Lauder fragrance commercial. Okay, tell me about her fragrance. (laughs) Stop. Anywho. What does that have to do with Ben Affleck? Nothing. No, Except literally the nothing. The fact that they were in a relationship probably got her a job. Yeah. Also, the guy she's making out with in the commercial is super hot. Okay, but I that's not what out. this is about. Look at him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's real easy on the eyes. Anywho, so the point is this. She's the new face of Estee Lauder. And so... That publicationship obviously paid dividends because what, like a year ago, two years ago, no, like a year ago, we weren't talking about Ana de Armas by name. No, for sure. Right? Like she starred in Knives Out. She was great in Knives Out. That was a great movie, but nobody was talking about Ana de Armas. We didn't know her name, but now she is a name. Yeah. You want to know what Ben Affleck is up to? What's Ben Affleck up to? Okay. I really want to spend some time on this because a Ben Affleck source talked to somebody at People Magazine about what Ben Affleck is up to. Okay. And the quotes are so obvious. It's so, so obvious. Apparently, it's so obvious. So apparently Ben Affleck is um, filming a movie in New England called The Tender Bar. And this is that uh, drama that's going to be direct, that is directed by George Clooney. They've already worked together because um, George Clooney produced Ben Affleck's movie Argo. Okay. Back in 2012. It's a good movie. So, of course, now we're like, headlines, they're back together, reunion, blah, 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 bromance. Here's what the Affleck source told People Magazine. Ben is excited to be in Boston. He and George are happy to be reunited and working together. Uh, And you know what? Ben Affleck comes prepared and ready to film. He and George are great to work with. Ben Affleck comes prepared. Okay. Like, if this is a report card, that's like a B. Like, he showed up? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. he came to set. <laughs> he and did his job. Did his well, job. But like, see, I'm that not, fly, what? I mean, that counters the narrative that he's, you know, a hot mess, which is always the, right. the, the sort of tabloid territory that we've been in with Ben Affleck. So, I guess in this regard, it's he's attempting to counter that previous idea of him, which I think honestly, he's done a very good job of sort of rehabbing his personality somewhat in tabloids. Well, and I actually think again, back to the the, the premise that it's a zombie publicationship, but it's paying dividends. I think that he can credit his publicationship with Ana de Armas yeah. for giving him that image of like being a stable able. Right. Yep. So, mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, he comes prepared to the set to do his job. Cool, neat. Um, and then the source goes on to say that um, Ben Affleck has found time to stay connected with his family, and he even got to safely fly back for Sam's birthday. He's in a good place. So Sam is his son, who apparently just celebrated a birthday, and Ben Affleck safely flew back. 
as opposed to all the unsafe flying that people are doing. Uh, yeah, the willy-nilly, like, woo, I'm not yeah, wearing my seatbelt. Yeah. Anyway, again, I think you're right. Like, he's done this huge, he's tried to, he's attempted to do a huge character rehab. Well, and I think um, that's part of what Ana de Armas was all about. Exactly. Exactly. Again, so, it worked. Yeah, no, it, it most certainly did. I mean, it's clear that... Um, Again, it doesn't matter for the the audience that might just be arriving on what our publicationship conversation is. It doesn't really matter what was going on behind the scenes between the two of them. They may have truly been in love. I think something happened, and he like this is just my like petty corner moment mm. that he did Ooh, something petty corner on publicationship right? corner. Like, I mean, it's just we're at an intersection. <laughs> Full stop. Um, he did something because oh, yeah. why would she leave? This and situation. Up, and she they seemed, broke up over the phone. Yeah, she seemed to be happy. She loved the kids. I just feel like he did something. Anyway, it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, they both were able to help their career along by getting all this extra publicity out of the publicationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, let's brag about random acts of kindness that you've done for others or that maybe that you've received. 651-641-1071. Random acts of kindness, ones that you've given or ones that you've received. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit Shipt.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.